0: Hello and welcome back to Swinging at Shins, Premier League podcast from across the pond. You have me in my business attire today. I've had literally I had one meeting that lasted 8 hours. Gross. It was a thing. That's it was insane. it was a very it was a big heavy thing.
1: Right.
0: For breakfast we had Uncommon Grounds bagels and for lunch that's, we had Uncommon Grounds bagels.
1: That's right though.
0: Which is why I'm eating Oreos and drinking something cuz self-care. Yes. Anyway, I am joined by Aaron. We can't say as always anymore. We got a little bit of a rotation going on, Mm -hmm. which is nice. Takes the pressure off. (laughs) No, what's today joined by Aaron? We're going to review match day eight, go into match day nine. Uh, But first, obviously, we must, we must go into what has to be maybe the defining moment of the season. That might be a bit much.
1: I think that, yeah, a little bit over. I don't know.
0: We look back on this. But anyway, <laughs> <sighs> Arsenal won Manchester City zero. Mm-hmm. They have finally done it. After 12 straight defeats, what was it, seven years? It's been like uh, seven years since we I beat them. Mikel, Ar- Mikel Arteta was a player yeah, on the field the last time that they beat Man City in a Premier League match. And now That's Arsenal cool. has done it. Off the strength of a 87th minute winner by Gabriel Martinelli.
1: Yeah, you know, Gabby, Gabby with the legs, just loves scoring Gabby with the legs. legs. <laughs> I thought um, honestly that that match was a very much. Um, I know people thought it was a snooze fest because it was nil nil for so long, and they were expecting more goals out of each each team. But it, this this match was more of a, a boxer. A, a boxing style match where, you know, punch for punch they went, they went, and it just took a deflection, a defining deflection, in order to get that that go ahead goal in, in the 87th minute there. Um, yeah, my heart
0: says that that thing was going into the bottom bin.
1: You think so? You don't think anything? my head?
0: My head says that Arsenal can't be that lucky.
1: I think Ake's head also said the same thing.
0: <laughs> that was true. That was true. And you know, this is one of those people are gonna say it was boring, and for a large part of the match, it was boring because nothing happened. And to that, I say, Great job, Mikhail Artena, and great job, Ben White and William Saliba and Zinchenko and Big Gabby for making nothing happen. Mm-hmm. There was a couple scares early on. Kanji probably should have scored. Declan Rice headed it off the line. Oh, by the way, great job, Declan Rice. Declan Rice, huge in this match. Absolutely huge. But Arsenal now has a quality of team where they can do this to City. not saying they're going to do this every time. Not saying that Arsenal has now overtaken City, and it's all, it doesn't matter anymore. City's a shot. I'm not saying any of that. But the fact that Arsenal is now good enough to do this to City and has pretty much done this to City twice already, Community Shield being what it is, which again, I mean, whole 2024 Community Shield winners, you'll never sing that.
1: Well, but also, if you're Harry Kane, you take that trophy too. So
0: that is true. Harry Kane
1: would take that trophy.
0: (laughs) But I I think this proves that there's a maturity to Arsenal that they were lacking last year, that they're capable of getting it. And this, this, to me, has the same kind of launching pad. That almost a year to the day, we beat Liverpool at home, another team that was just our boogeyman. Mm -hmm. We beat them at home, and it was that very big match, and it was a late winter, and people talked about maybe Arsenal got a little bit lucky, but for the longest time, people talked about Arsenal not being able to get across the line. And that was fair. But now that we do manage to get across the line, all I can think is they don't ask how, they ask how many. And this was 1-0 to the Arsenal.
1: And it's three points. And uh, it's three points. <laughs> I, I'm going to play a little devil's advocate on this side. Does Arsenal win if City is fully healthy? They have – where they have Rodri. And I know healthy is the wrong word for Rodri. Where Rodri isn't suspended. No, no, no.
0: He If he was mentally
1: stable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they have Kevin De Bruyne. And – I don't know who else was really out for that match. I I
0: don't know. know. KDB and Rodri were the two. They were, they were really the the biggest. Um, a, if you can't get goals going with, um, Julian Alvarez and Holland, I, a, I don't really kind of want to hear it. B, uh, Kevin De Bruyne is our kryptonite. So no, we probably lose. Because yeah, I don't know, I don't know what happened, man. It, it's like that. The only thing he learned from his time at Chelsea, the first time around, was to hate Arsenal, I guess,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because he loves to turn it on. But also, B, we did it without arguably our best player, and I think that that plays a huge role. Without Bukayo Saka, we were still able to win this, and if if we had full strength across the board. And they were down two very, very key players. I could see teams being like, "All right, yeah, you got it." But over the course of a season, we were also missing key guys. Martinelli played a half; he didn't yep. even start. Yep. Thomas Party played less than a half.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we we had some guys that were out too, and also no one brought up the fact that we had to start Rob freaking Holding at the Eddie had last year yep. over yep. Saliba. And I think losing Saliba for the Arsenal team last year was more important than City losing to Bruyne Or even Rodri.
1: Is it Saliba and his name just escaped me? I could Zuma. Kurt Zuma. Are I, I want to throw uh Kanza in there too? Are the three players who haven't been dribbled past this season?
0: I'm not a hundred percent sure about uh Kanza, but I know that Saliba has definitely not been dribbled past. And, well. But again, it's 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 eight matches into the season. My Arsenal has played some that, very good competition in that though.
1: My point is is that Saliba is that cog in that defense that you know where if Arsenal had him last season, we might be talking about a different champion instead yeah. of City.
0: No, I I think that's I think that's fair. I really do. We Arsenal ended up losing the league by five points, yeah. And City took six points off Arsenal.
1: Yep.
0: And the math isn't that hard. Um, <clears throat> the thing, the reason why I think Saliba is so big is because people talked about forever. We had between Tony Adams and Ray Parlour and Patrick Vieira, we had like some of just the meanest SOBs that you had to run through if you wanted to score, and then we didn't.
1: Well, I, we just you didn't don't think have that. Hurt. You don't think per mert?
0: Yeah, and that's why we want some FA cups. But my, we lost all the physicality. I think it was the thirty third minute, but somewhere, somewhere around the thirty minute mark, where there was that break, and Saliba and Holland came shoulder to shoulder, and Holland ended up like just rolling on the floor, and Saliba was still running after the ball. That kind of physicality, also not a foul. He didn't foul him. It wasn't dirty. He just outmanned him. He understood. He understood the assignment, and the assignment was, <laughs> don't let Holland beat me to that ball. Yeah. And if we come into contact with each other, make sure it hurts him more than me. And that's exactly what he did. We don't, even now with Timber out, Timber was doing that. But last year, we didn't have that. And this year with Timber, out, we don't have it. So The other thing I want to bring up is Mikel Arteta is, and I've talked about his subs not being great. Mm-hmm. The goal was Thomas Party. To Tommy Yasu, to Kai Havertz, also. to Gabriel Martinelli. All four were subs. Yeah. That was that I, was that was very nice.
1: I mean, it wouldn't if if we're looking at it, Martinelli's not he's not subbing like that. So I get okay, so I get in this standpoint that the subbing idea works. Um, but that that would be He wouldn't have been like, a sub. Yeah, exactly.
0: But, and that's true. But it also does play the depth because the reason why Martin came on at the half instead of later when he would have been a sub, but still was because Trossard had a hamstring
1: yeah. injury. Oh, that's a bummer for him.
0: But the depth, the depth that we now have, that those four guys were on the bench and came yeah. on and against City, and it was nil-nil when they came on. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Partey on the bench again for a City match last season, and he comes on in the 70th minute, it's not nil-nil. Yeah. We have let goals in.
1: There is <laughs> no doubt. Or you're significantly ahead, which doesn't happen very often. Anyway, so yeah, you're you're behind by three at least.
0: <laughs> so i I think, I think that that was a big stepping point. It was a big hey, we're here. Not we've won. Not we're better than you. But you're starting to see an Arsenal team that for years was this far apart and last year people thought maybe that they were this far apart, but really they're this far apart, but now
1: you cut the half and half again.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's, it's one of those, you lost Roger and you lost Kevin De Bruyne. They were, yeah. Last year there were times we lost Gabriel Jesus for four months we lost Thomas Party for a while. We lost Saliba for a while. We lost Tamayasi for a while. And everyone said, and they were right Arsenal's depth, they're not going to be able to keep up. Well, we're starting to have the depths where we can keep up.
1: I loved the narrative early on, too, when they went and bought timber. They went and bought um, what's the heck they go out and buy? Oh, Declan, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just—I no was idea.
0: like, "Who are you trying to think of other than Declan Rice?" But yes,
1: Timber, Declan, and then they bought somebody else too. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, like I said, my brain—oh, Kai Havry, there we go. I oh, just did
0: uh, it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, we both—we both forgot that.
1: He's—he's <laughs> been he's oh, there so long and criticized for so much. He's—it's like he's an Arsenal mainstay.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, he definitely could be it. I wanted him to score so bad.
1: Uh, kai havertz's song is amazing i haven't heard it
0: Sixty million. oh you haven't no it's waka waka
1: oh okay so it's
0: tasmanana hey hey 60 million down the drain <laughs> kai havertz scores again it's so much fun
1: uh, it's so much fun i like it um but they went and addressed the depth and and pieces that they need for subbing off or subs to come on you know so and, and the thought my thought was if City does this, nobody bats an eye. But mm-hmm. Arsenal does it, drops two hundred million, or or even Chelsea for that matter. They drop one point four billion and oh everybody freaks out about it because that's a gigantic number, but nobody's like, Oh my goodness, Chelsea do it again. You know what I mean? Like Yep,
0: yep. No, I, I, I agree.
1: It's it's a lot I of agree. things. Are- it's it's weird how narrative it, it's it's weird and fun it's always to a, narrative. a narrative how it twists and turns it, at each team
0: it's fun it's also the most frustrating thing
1: oh sure cuz like there's so many times where era. it's like
0: guys come on was how, how are we even having this conversation yeah yep yep i mean uh, arsenal went through the banner club era and that that's what it will be known as it, we were a banner club we really were and it was only because Of the way that we got bad.
1: Yeah.
0: United has been just as bad, if not
1: worse. I would say they're
0: but the way they did it was somehow fine. And yeah, they never really finished eighth. And of course, there wasn't the whole like so when Spurs started finishing higher than Arsenal, that was like a thing that never happened. When Liverpool started finishing higher than United, it's like, well, okay. Is Liverpool coming back to form, you know? Right. But the, the thing, I mean, it, and it recirculated again. There is a couple of many out of YouTubers that were talking about how you, Arteta is more likely to get fired than he is to win any trophy. And they can true. say that because, oh, Arsenal's a banner club. And it's like, you, Eric Ten Hag will not see Christmas.
1: I at don't see rate, how
0: that's even possible.
1: At this rate, I, I don't. I think that's true. And I think pot for the same for Poch, too. I know I said... I know I said that might not be true, but I don't know. They're ruthless with their managers, so I I couldn't.
0: I I don't see. So United United beat Brentford 2-1. I was going to talk about Liverpool or Spurs next, but we'll get to Spurs, and we'll do Spurs their justice because, again, um, they did wonderful, but we'll talk about them. God, I hate to say that. That's how good Ange is. I don't even hate Ange. Yeah. It's amazing to me. I've hated every single Spurs manager, but somehow Ange, I'm like, yeah, no, he's cool.
1: He's chill. <laughs> Daniel
0: Levy will destroy him, but so what? Anyway, uh, United beat Brentford 2-1. In the 89th minute, it was still 1-0 Brentford. I yeah. went up. I went to the bathroom and came back, and it was 2-1 United. I had no idea what the
1: heck happened. Yeah, I believe it. It must have been a wild experience. It really was. Uh,
0: <laughs> somehow Scott McTominay is the hero. I've been the one saying that McFred's the problem with their midfield forever. Maybe it is. Maybe Scott McTominay is actually a number nine.
1: <laughs> I mean, those goals were gorgeous that he put in. It was the just second one. The- Brentford was really flat-footed. Sure,
0: they were deflated from letting it be from making three points become one point, and then they just let one point become no points. Yeah, but he made it happen. I will give him credit. He absolutely made it happen. I fully believe, though, that if he doesn't score those two goals, Eric Ten Hag doesn't see the other side of the international break. Oh, interesting.
1: I really do. I, uh, don't... I think if, I think they would have given him till the next international break, personally. Hold on. I want to see what the schedule for United is at this point.
0: They would be at nine points. They would be 14th. They would be 14th with nine points.
1: Okay, and United would turn around and play. Let's see. So, do you they have think Sheffield Blazers United know how to
0: look at a schedule?
1: No, they don't even know how to use the internet. Um, they have Uni- They have Sheffield United. Then they have City, and then Fulham. I'm just doing Premier League. I'm not doing cup, international cups or anything like that because they do have that in between. Uh, then they have Fulham. And when is the next break? They have Luton Town. I think that is the next international break. Yeah. So then they would go. So it's Sheffield United, City, uh, Fulham, Luton Town.
0: They have FC Copenhagen twice.
1: Uh, Champions League.
0: Yep. And I don't know. I, 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 oh, six points.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's that easy.
0: Maybe four. Maybe four.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they only get away with two. They're not even playing good at home anymore. They're and that like was their God. bread and butter.
0: They're going to get annihilated in the Manchester Derby on the 29th.
1: Oh, God, yeah. And then they play Newcastle. That's squeaked in there, by the way. Yeah. For the EFL Cup. Uh, this is.
0: I can see them winning that because I can see them going out full strength. And Newcastle not, and yeah. I have lost Aaron.
1: No, Ooh, he's coming back. He was real quick. There he is.
0: I could see. I could see that happening. Pull him away. Yeah. I don't. Oh God, this is just. Whew. It's tough. Anyway. Oh, oh, we missed, we missed, uh, we missed, we missed something with the Arsenal Manchester City game. I was
1: trying to squeak it in there when you said the the contact with between Holland and yeah uh, Saliba. And he just kept on going. I was like, okay, we'll just, that's fine. I didn't really want to talk about the PGMOL anyway, so.
0: I don't either. Um, All I want to say is on this pod, um, the first one I firmly think was a red card. I know Aaron doesn't. I think the reason why it's a red card and this is, I don't know when we stopped caring. It was from behind. He practically went through his legs. It was studs up from behind, nowhere near the ball. If that is not the definition of dangerous and reckless play, I don't know what we're doing.
1: I, I understand. I can see both sides, and I don't have, I'm not going to argue whether it was a red or not. It's definitely a cardable offense. There's no way, no two ways about that. The, the, the second one is one I, I want to argue, and it that one is a yellow. That one's a certain yellow to red. Kovacic should be off. And oh, yeah.
0: That one's, it was almost the same play.
1: Exactly. It was
0: not quite as egregious, but it was still from behind, studs up, nowhere near the ball, took a guy out of the In ankles. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. <sighs> no, and, I wasn't even
0: clipped. That was studs into ankles.
1: And I think there's two problems with what happened. And it's Michael Oliver's, it's, it's Michael Oliver's fault. Because it should come down to, is that our fouls, whether you're on a yellow, whether you're in the box, are they fouls, are they cards? It shouldn't matter where you are on the field, how many cards you have. It's a foul. It's a yellow. How
0: recently one happened.
1: That, exactly. So
0: Michael Oliver once gave Gabby double yellows on the same play. Gabby did a foul. Martinelli
1: yeah.
0: performed a foul. Advantage was played. He chased down the ball and fouled the second guy. Was shown double yellows and was given off by Michael Oliver.
1: I don't think I've ever heard that before.
0: Oh, it happened. It absolutely Just, happened. Like, I'd show it, but vision. we recently found out how well uh how well You'll the take. copyright works on um YouTube. And that's why we're not going to do it. But it happened. You can look up. it. was literally he points and he's like, that was a yellow. And he points behind him. He's like, that was a yellow, too. And pulls out gives him a right. And it's Michael Oliver. So it's not like he's not one of those guys who wouldn't give you two yellows back to back. He literally did it in the same play, in the same stoppage. He gave him two yellows. Yep. We talked about this a little bit when you came over the week after. We're not... Woodsy wears a tinfoil hat on the spot, not us. However, I do think that there is subconscious bias that can come in when you're being paid by the same people that own one of the teams. There's a reason why you can't even be from the city, just from the area. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: All all of the, the referees in the Premier League or like from the Midlands and other random places around England, because you can't ref a Prem game and still have, sorry, my cat started knocking my clothes down, but <laughs> and not have any biases. Every team in London despises every other team in London. And as much as I would love to say that I would referee a game against Chelsea or Tottenham fairly, I know that my what a yellow card would be against a foul. One of their players is higher. You know, in the moment, in the moment, you can't choose how you see something. We know this about eyewitnesses. Mm -hmm. But now I'm going to let you make money and be flown out midweek, refer match midweek, make who knows how much money. I don't know what a referee makes for money, but I bet they play double or triple, because they're trying to get people in. It's an inconvenience. I'm taking out the middle of your week. You're coming over here instead. It is a competition. I mean, that's that's how they got the players. We're going to assume that they're getting the refs any differently. Mm -hmm. And even though I don't think they said, oh, and by the way, no one gets a yellow card against Arsenal. Like, I don't think that's what happened. I don't think that there was any shady briefcase but the intent's still there.
1: It's the intent's your mind. still there. It's clouding yeah. your mind. Well, so I don't know you how you know, do it. I had a thought. I saw this post a while back. And it's back when the Saudi league was buying every player left and right. And they wanted to bring in Michael Oliver. And I think that that's what you're semi alluding to. Um, and they were, I think they were gonna pay him gobs of money to come.
0: Well, he did ref a game here. the Wednesday before the Arsenal Man City game. Gotcha you I didn't did run a game I, over there
1: that's crazy so yeah like is is my tinfoil um i have i have the foil on the floor but i'm not wearing it just yet yeah
0: it's over there <laughs> and i i think that's the problem i don't think that there's a vast conspiracy
1: no i think most but rev- all
0: these things add up oh and this i mean this this is this is what happens with people with money yeah. People with money have always been able to get away with more stuff. And it's not even that they're willing to spend. You know, there's that saying that a fine is not a fine. A fine is just the cost it takes to park somewhere.
1: Yeah.
0: As long as they're not going to boot your car, or tow it, you can park anywhere you want. It just depends on how much you're going to pay for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But they get, they get, char- oh, because they have money. It's the human psyche. It's the way we're built. Um, I don't, understand exactly what happened with bruno not getting a second yellow
1: yeah that one was weird for sure
0: i don't know maybe the ref did the same thing i don't know
1: i i I don't remember honestly how that match went down or but i i know it woodsy was saying that it should have been two yellows and i agree with him i i i don't remember well enough but i remember the conversation i remember that the two fouls that i saw should have. Oh, yeah, no, it was
0: two yells. It was two yells. And I wonder if this is an overcorrection by the PGMOL. You know, you give out two red cards in a Liverpool Spurs match. Yep. Well, we need to not give out so many red cards. No, you need to give out red cards for the right time. Exactly. You need to card fouls accordingly. We don't want to affect games. A guy taking people out from behind and not getting sent off is still affecting games.
1: That's what refs are supposed to be there, though. They're supposed to officiate the match in the manner in which the rules are written. So already they're supposed to be there to affect the game.
0: Yep. You're supposed to, (laughs) you're supposed to have, (laughs) you're supposed to have a corrective action on the game. That's what you were supposed to do.
1: You are the standard deviation.
0: Yep. You know, it's, it's the whole, and again, I'm going to bring it back to baseball because referees and soccer and umpires and baseball, it, it very, it's very similar to me. An umpire in baseball never wants to negatively affect the game. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But his strike zone is his strike zone. Yes. And there is not a baseball player or a baseball fan, a true fan, on the face of God's green earth (laughs) that won't tell you that they don't necessarily care what the strike zone is. They just care that the strike zone is the same in the first inning as it is in the ninth. mm -hmm. That's how it is with fouls.
1: Yeah.
0: I think tackling someone ankle high... With studs up from behind is reckless and dangerous play. You look at the same tackle and you say, I don't agree. That's fine. And I understand that there will always be a little bit of interpretation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But if the first one's a yellow card, the second one is a yellow card. And that's that's where it's like, I don't under I don't care that he's on a second yellow. And yep. you you brought it up just a second ago. It's the exact same thing. If it's a foul in the midfield and it's a foul in the box, I don't care that they get a penalty out of it. That's how the rules are set up. And if we want to change how the rules are, that's fine. Yeah. But that's how the rules are set up in this idea of just, well, it's okay. And again, it, it comes from the same thing of how referees would like to manage games the good old way. But the problem with the good old way is not that it was bad. It's in old. a lot of ways, it was good. It's not even that it's old. I am not one of those guys who thinks that new is always better and the old way sucks you didn't have 27 high definition cameras pointed at the thing so that you got to know exactly what happened. It happened in an instant. Someone was filming it with a potato a hundred yards away. And maybe, you know, maybe you don't. I mean, yeah. again, famous playing baseball, Jackie Robinson steals home. Every time I watch that play, I think a different outcome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I watch it once. Oh, he's safe watching. it. Oh, he's definitely out. Like, mm-hmm. But you, it was fun to argue over, but no one could tell the difference. Now we know. Yep. We can see it every individual way. You have to get it right. And the interpretations have to go out the window. Yeah. You absolutely have to get it right. And going back to what happened with Jones in the Liverpool match, anyone who thinks that's a red card hasn't played soccer.
1: It was a very unfair red
0: and that's if great. that's a red, Kovacic is definite. He's it twice. He's <laughs> on a purple card. I don't even know what that would be.
1: Upgrade it to black card. <laughs> you know, like,
0: so, <laughs> oh man. Just
1: spend it for a month.
0: All right. Uh, on to the other matches. We've talked about the PGMO all well enough. On to the other matches. Uh, Everton three, Bournemouth nil. Holy crap. Um, good on Everton. Maybe they are going to stay up. That was. That was Bournemouth is good for a couple stinkers, though.
1: Yeah, they are. I'm
0: not convinced, but I did not have that. Oh, by the way, we don't have the scores. We've both been incredibly busy, if you haven't been able to tell. Um, I did very poorly. I know I got to the top of the charts. Thank you to all my fans out there. We're not there anymore. In fact, I think I'm the farthest away from first that I've been all season after this week because I had a horrible match week. Uh, Also leading into... Chelsea 4, Burnley 1. I know Burnley's up, and I know they're not looking good, but Chelsea found some scoring boots.
1: They, Who was it? Um, Cole Palmer got his first Prem goal with Chelsea. They gave him a freebie. It was a pen. I'm
0: going to – well, same with Kai. So so I'm not going to complain about that. No,
1: of course not. Why would you? But Chelsea – they did what they had to do. I think they got sick and tired of playing down. They finally played Chelsea's play style or well, so it seems right now at this point. But it will
0: know. be interesting to see what happens on Saturday because Chelsea have Arsenal.
1: All right. That's, I was like, why does sound And <laughs> if
0: Chelsea continue to play up, yeah, that could be a brutal match. Even last year when Chelsea was bad, the Stanford bridge match was very, very tight. And this is going to be a Stanford bridge match again. It's 1230. Saturday, twelve thirty Eastern time.
1: Yeah,
0: um, that's going to be a really interesting match. I think. I don't know if Chelsea has it. I know Arsenal's going to be pretty well rested. We didn't really have guys play in the international break. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will be an interesting litmus test because Chelsea's starting to score and starting to go the way up. But it's been teams like Burnley. So
1: how far? Are I don't you know. Really?
0: Yeah. Well, and we we this got brought up a lot in the whole Arsenal fans were trying to understand Kai Havertz. So why did we sign him? And it got brought up a lot, you know, playing against top 10 teams and don't again, or play them against bottom 10 teams and not against ten, top 10 teams. It's like, yeah, no, that's great. Here's the problem. You don't know who they are mm-hmm. until you're at least halfway through the season. And we are in match week eight and Chelsea has spent too much money to finish bottom half of the table again. Yeah. And I think that there are teams that are just going to be worse, but that doesn't mean that there's not going to be a 15 or 20 point difference between the top four. Or top five and everyone yeah. else. Yeah. So I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued for the Chelsea match. Uh, Fulham three, Sheffield United one. I oh the Blades. I feel so bad for them. Yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace and Nottingham Forest go nil all. Brighton Liverpool two two. Yep. I know how Woodsy feels.
1: Not well. No.
0: Um. <laughs> I will say this. That should have been a penalty. Jesse March pulled someone down in the box, and that should have been a penalty. My only caveat is that is kind of a little bit to reference down Madden. You know, you could call holding on every play if you wanted to in football. Yeah. Not that open in the field, but on every corner, you could call a penalty on someone pulling someone down in the box like that. Mm Mm-hmm. That being said, I, I don't know. I thought it was a pen. I really did.
1: Man, it's it all again. Like you said, it's under the discretion of who's a Reach over adding.
0: someone's shoulder. Grab them here, pull them back. Did he go down easy? Yeah. Did the guy grab him by the chest and pull him back? Also, yes. There's a, and you and I both defended. Hold on. You know that there's a world of difference between this. Where you just shove the, oh, okay, just a little bit of this. Yeah. And this. Yeah. The second the arm gets extended out. If I need to get around you, if I do this with my elbow and just wonk you back, we'll never get called. It looks we'll never it. once get called. Yeah. If I grab you over the shoulder with my arm like this and pull you back, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a fun to me. As much as that hurts my feelings to say. as a <laughs> fun
1: I don't know. I'm happy with the scoreline as it was.
0: Uh, you want to explain what happened with Wolves? Is Wolves a good team?
1: No, Wolves they beat City
0: one team. week. They beat City one week. They draw Villa the next. That sounds like a good team to me.
1: It's they're not a good team. Sounds um, like a good
0: team, Aaron. It's the these are two good teams. They got results against. The mid- I'm giving Austin Villa compliments. Just take it.
1: Oh, they're not a good team. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, it, that match was painful to watch, and yeah, I'm okay. I, I, Villa don't play well at the Marlon Mew anyway, so the fact that the we... The it's, it's the Marlon because, you know... I like saying it. I know, it's it's fun to say. I love Wolves. I hate man. playing that.
0: Wol- Wolves, has, Wolves has helped me so much. It's like... Eating City, stopping Liverpool from going invincible. Hmm. Wolves has a special place in my heart.
1: They're like uh, your version of Everton for me, or at least for Villa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I we don't know Wolves. That. Wolves still have Gary O'Neill, and they're not that great at attacking either. So
0: Wolves, I love this so much. This is such a wonderful stat. Wolves have played eight matches. Don't look at the table. Don't I'm look on. at the table. How many points do you think they have, Wolves? Yep eight eight from eight one in a draw against Villa and three more beating City half their points have come from the last two
1: matches
0: (laughs) oh Oh, this is so weird
1: you want to bring up the other stat since I did bring up Everton do you remember which stat is that do you you don't remember it which stat remind me XG
0: oh my god yeah there you go this is
1: this we're going in a little tailspin right now it's fine just follow us
0: no i forgot about this i forced this out of my brain It's. we're gonna bring it up
1: hold on hold, so, on hold on speaking of follow us if you don't already please yeah, follow there you go. us like and subscribe
0: Give we're normally better at this it's been a, it's been a week
1: <laughs> we took
0: uh a break. <laughs> yeah no we we took a break um both my kids have been sick for two weeks, and Lila went into teething. I got to bed around 1.30 last night.
1: Not yay.
0: <sighs> no. No, which I know doesn't. Oh, that's not that bad. It's that bad when you've been getting to bed as late as I have. But anyway, you didn't You didn't come into the Conway bitching hour. You came in to listen about this. Here's the <laughs> stat. Here's the stat. Yeah, yeah. For longtime listeners, you will know how Aaron and I feel about XG. Mm-hmm. And here's the stat that proves it. Through the first eight matches, Everton have a higher XG than Manchester City.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: That don't make no sense. <laughs> it cannot be right. XG is broken.
1: It's just they're getting better quality shots from six yards and in. That's really what it comes down to. They're getting corners. They're getting fouled from – and they're pumping it in the box. They're, they're hitting getting, they're they're getting penalties. I don't know. They're getting James Tarkovsky and um uh decore and now Dominic Calvin Lewin and Onana to head it down. Okay, so
0: explain this to me. How how does Everton have more XG than Manchester City?
1: They're getting when it-
0: Holland has missed 14 big chances this season. Open play. Everton for- cannot yeah. be
1: pr- they cannot no ever- seriously. Think about then,
0: it. Then then the definition of a big chance is wrong.
1: Probably. I don't know what it God. is to be honest. I don't know.
0: Actually, I don't know what it is either. But that that's a rough stat, man. That's rough. Also, Everton, fixer finishing. You have an XG of like sixteen point five and you have nine goals. That's bad.
1: They're they're kind of getting it together. I don't know. Sheffield Uh, United
0: are eight games into the season. They have a goal difference of minus sixteen. Yikes! Luton's also out of the uh, out of the relegation spots. All
1: right. So what is considered a big play that is not big chance that is that is called that is soccer. They give me football by the way.
0: Big chance, soccer. Give me that definition. While he's looking up the definition, um, Newcastle, West Ham to all. And I think that's it. I think that's all that we, that's all that we have to go over.
1: Did we not go over Luton Town and Spurs?
0: Oh, we didn't go over Luton Town and Spurs, but I was going to wait for that. while you find that's out what the I
1: definition think, of a big chances. Um, so Opta defines it a situation where a player should reasonably be expected to score
0: what is that like a goal expected goal of 0.5 of 0.75
1: usually so it's up to interpretation essentially usually in usually in a one on one scenario or from a very close range when the ball has a clear path to the goal and there is load of moderate pressure on the shooters penalties are always big chances so again, it's up to. They're just not.
0: In. They're just not giving a number at all. It's like it's like an error rule, but I feel like we agree more on those in baseball than we would ever agree on what a big chance is. And,
1: prob yeah, because personally, like the, every the, any shot on goal is a big chance. The goalkeeper can make no, an error. It
0: no, no, no. But reasonably, reasonably expected to score. Yes, that is. I would argue breakaways. And penalties are the only big chances that could exist.
1: What if you like received a ball at eighteen yards out, and you had nobody on you within five yards? Is that and not you a put it way? on net? Is that a big chance? I don't know. Where
0: do because you put it on net? Because you're reasonably
1: expected to score from eighteen oh, yards out, with five yards away.
0: soccer stats are dumb.
1: It it is very flexible.
0: Sorry, football stats
1: are dumb. <laughs> They are. That's dumb.
0: That's like asinine. That's
1: bad. It's weird.
0: Anyway, Luton Town Spurs. Um, not not exactly reminiscent of what Spurs has done lately. No. Correct. Um, they but had they a all- red card and nil no, nil no at the half, and it looked yeah. bad. It looked dire. It looked Eric dire. Ah. But they ended up one 0 and I again Spurs I. Their head-on goal difference, well, even that, that, that's not true. Spurs sit first, and they sit first over this entire international break, and they absolutely deserve to, as much as it hurts me to say. Uh, They have a goal difference of 10, same as Arsenal. They have 20 points, same as Arsenal. They have not lost a match, same as Arsenal. Mm -hmm. But they've scored two more goals. Obviously, I think that it should be who's conceded the least amount of goals.
1: That's an interesting take.
0: Well, yeah, that's because that's Arsenal. If Arsenal scored more goals, I'd say it's should whoever scored more goals. <laughs> uh, but they're doing wonders. And, again, Ange Postacoglu is your manager of the month. And I don't see how it's not deserved. What this man has done to this team that no one expected anything of, to lose Harry Kane, to not be able to invest any of that money, to have your director of football be in jail – to have Richarlison be your talisman. Mm. I mean, he's not. It's Madison. And Madison is good. And we've all known that. And I feel a little bit vindicated and saying, like, I've always loved Madison. And I'm glad he's finally giving a position to thrive. Yep. But Andrew Pastakoglu has won the manager of the month for the first two months. And it is the most deserved awards that I've seen. Like, I. He deserves every inch of it. And to do it with Daniel Levy hanging over you, too. There's always that issue.
1: I everybody here had a three. Hold on, not true. Klopp did lose a match, and so did Eddie Howe, but um at least picked up three to four. or no, I'm sorry, I did that math wrong. Ten nine to ten points. So
0: so Arteta. Goal difference of plus seven, three, one, and zero. Oh. Emery three, zero, oh, and one with a goal difference of plus five. Eddie Howe three, zero, oh, and one with a goal difference of plus nine. Mm-hmm. Klopp three, zero, oh, and one with a goal difference of plus six, and Ange with three, one, and zero oh, with a goal difference of plus five. But okay, all right. so all right. Eddie Howe had the biggest goal difference. That's good. Arteta had a better goal difference than. Uh Ange with the same amount of points you could argue that they faced easier harder competition no, Tottenham didn't have a match like Arsenal did against Bournemouth mm-hmm. where they just throttled a team you can argue all those things but what Ange is doing with this Spurs team
1: I don't have a problem is, oh my god it's that's so impressive I think giving it to him this month compared to last month is more acceptable personally because that i mean it was it was burnley hard,
0: united the-, the two all north london derby draw yep and the liverpool match and i know how we feel about the liverpool match and people are going to say that he shouldn't have won the match and all these things happened
1: but they still won the match so
0: they a they, hey, hey, they still won the match and to have this first team have that kind of mentality is incredibly impressive yep and secondly While I think that anyone who has ever watched this game can look at that Spurs-Liverpool match and know that Liverpool was the better team, Mm -hmm. Spurs did exactly what you need to do to put yourself in the best position to win. And that's what Ange does with his teams. I didn't know if he was going to be able to do it in the Prem. But so far, he's proving he is able to do it.
1: I think a part of the problem was... we saw how Gerard and got called down from, you know, the Scottish Prem. Yeah, the, I, the
0: the the people saying look what he did in the Scottish Prem kind of made me go. I don't care, right? And the fact that he was going to a Spurs team that looked to be in crisis makes me think I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think in the long term, I'm still think Spurs fans should be worried because
1: just still need a top goal scorer sorry
0: and i do have to wonder are is is daniel levy gonna look and say oh we've done enough we're he fine
1: straight up be complacent about it and be like oh no, okay, yeah no this be.
0: is great we're fine if they finish top four this year it could screw them i mean what what screwed them in the pot here they didn't they didn't get any new blood in yep poch brought that team up he ran them into the ground they were a very good team they were very technically sound They performed very well. They got to a Champions League freaking final. They were a very good team. But they were a team of like 11 guys and nothing else. And he ran them into the ground and they never brought in any new blood. And some of the new blood that Spurs have brought in since then has not been that good. I don't understand how the world is so divided on Christian Romero. I do not think he is dog shit.
1: But I do not think he
0: is as good as people make him out to be.
1: Yeah, mediocre is good with me.
0: Emerson Royale, I don't care that he's had a couple good games. He's shown his colors a lot. I don't think you can trust him. Richarlison will never put a good string of games together. Hunman Song is better? Yes, absolutely, but he's getting older and he doesn't have Harry Kane anymore.
1: That's not true. Remember last season? (laughs) He's
0: getting younger?
1: uh, How is he getting younger? In Korea, they had that whole... um, what was it they changed something with their birthdays so he actually like
0: oh god i don't want he hear went this. from like
1: 31 to thirty to. No, no 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 like
0: that. no that's not how that works your knees do not feel better i would go forge a birth certificate right now to get my right knee from making noise it does not get any better again i i'm not maybe some of this may be copium because I don't want Spurs to be this good. I think I think Spurs definitely does not... They do not have the legs this year. They do not have enough. They cannot maintain this. I think that it's still a bit of a pipe dream that they're going to maintain top four. But if Daniel Levy chooses to start to be intelligent about how he gets players, I become very worried mm-hmm. because I think they have the manager who knows how to make more out of less.
1: They went and... Um... Signed Johan Lang from Villa to the technical director. <clears throat> oh and yeah. So I know he's not he's not filling the the corrupt Italian guy, but
0: the corrupt Italian guy. Ooh. Speaking of corrupt Italians, what a like segue!
1: <laughs> what a
0: segue! All right, riddle me this: Sandro Tonali, Zalino, and Fagioli are all investigated for gambling. Mm-hmm. Which one of those three do you think doesn't get a ban?
1: Probably Tenali.
0: The one who's paying, being paid by an entire country?
1: The one that actually admitted to gambling. <laughs> yeah, the one, who
0: has, <laughs> the one who has the most concrete evidence. <laughs> oh, my God. Did Pirlo gamble? Is this still a Pirlo thing? Nah. Oh, he's just a Pirlo region.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Right? Because he's a yeah. midfielder from Italy with a big nose, so he's yeah. a Pirlo region. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't... I feel bad for Newcastle fans, man. Why? Because when City fans got what they got, it like it was so new, and no one yelled at the white guy doing it, so you couldn't yell at the brown people doing it, right? Like, And for what it's worth, I was yelling about the Russian oligarch paying for a team with blood money, but... Now, now that Newcastle's the second one through the door, everyone's just crapping on them immediately. Mm. And they're not even getting the mm. success that City got. And I I would hate if this happened to Arsenal. Oh, yeah. like I was Cronky out for a while, and he's an American. He's as American as apple pie, and I didn't want him in there. I don't know what I would do if Saudi Arabia bought Arsenal. I...
1: Get a bunch of money, I guess. I don't know. I feel bad for Newcastle.
0: I feel well. I yeah, am, but I wouldn't be a fan of it. Well, I feel bad for Newcastle fans because that's such an existential crisis. Yeah, I want to keep supporting my team because it's my team, damn. We've talked about this. Yeah. There's City, the the entity owned by a country that, by the way, doesn't let anyone vote. And it's New not even country. like they won't even let women vote. It's like no, they won't let anybody vote. <laughs> and then there's City, the blue side of Manchester. Made up by people who actually care. And I, I understand I root for Arsenal and not for Birmingham City, right? And that's because they were a better team, and therefore they got more media coverage. And in a way, someone could argue that that was glory hunting. But I I don't think that Manchester City fans have to only come from the blue side of Manchester. But there are those people that have been those fans for a long You and I know one of them. He goes to the beer garden. Sure. By the way, he was, like, the only one I really congratulated after the treble win because I knew how much it meant to him because yeah. he grew up just getting crapped on and dunked on by, you know, Manchester United players. And I just feel bad for Newcastle fans because they're probably going to see their team lift silverware in the next couple of years, and they're never going to get the ability to enjoy it.
1: Probably not. Not
0: not truly, not fully.
1: Not not in the pure sense, anyway.
0: I mean, when the Aguero goal happened, we were all just so anti-united. And it was a beautiful moment. (laughs) And it was climactic. Like, City fans still got that.
1: Yeah. It's rough. Wow, wow.
0: Yeah, oh, well. All right. You got any true-falses for me?
1: Um, True or false? (sighs) Andrew will win. The manager month for the third month in a row. Mm, Let me see who they playing. I don't know. I just they playing. Who they playing? Hmm, hmm, hmm,
0: hmm. I could see it. If they have big wins against Fulham and Crystal Palace, yeah, he could go three for three, nine points. Yep. I the only reason why I'm going to say false is because if Arteta and Arsenal beat City and Chelsea and Sheffield United, because I believe that's who we have this month. Yeah, yeah City, matches? Chelsea, Sheffield United. Yeah, because the international break. Oh, well, so oh oh yeah yeah. So it was October. So it was September 30th, October one was match week seven. Then eight was the seventh and eighth. Then you have the 21st, 22nd and the 29th and 30th Gotcha. or 28th and 29th. So yeah, you only have three matches in October. The, if, if Arsenal beat Chelsea, then no, I think it'll be Arteta because Arteta will go three for three against Chelsea city and Sheffield United probably. <laughs> but if, I mean, I don't know. Oh. I mean I would hope so but damn. Yeah. If if Arsenal falter against Chelsea and Tottenham get big wins, I could totally see it. I'm going to go with false, but I could okay. see it. Okay. Not not a bad, not a bad get. <laughs> All right. I love doing this. I think I might do this once a week cuz this is so much fun. Not in this order, but the top 5 will remain the same top 5 at the end of the year
1: hate this because <laughs> i want to say true every time <laughs> because Villa's up in the, in the fifth position That's why i love doing it to you <laughs> oh man um god false false i don't think villa has got the the depth to really they've got a lot too many injuries and i think they're going to chase uh, a trophy instead of top five although they have been playing domestically incredibly well forget about any cups that they've tried like domestically unai's got them on on schedule
0: see and i don't i don't agree i think i think tottenham are gonna drop just because just because of depth next year who knows um i don't trust brighton
1: They're a little wishy-washy. I think West
0: Ham's punching above their weight. I think Newcastle's probably punching a little bit below. However, the way Eddie Howe likes to play, I think that the extended time at the end of matches, the extended stoppage time, I think is going to screw with them. Um, I could see Tottenham dropping out. Yeah. Newcastle coming in and it staying that way. I don't see. I do not see this United team finishing in the top if Chelsea have actually found their scoring boots. Yeah. You don't spend a billion dollars or right. euros or whatever they spent.
1: It be I think it's still billion it's a billion dollars for
0: It's a billion. A billion is a billion is a billion.
1: <laughs> yep, yep, yep,
0: yep. Anyway, what what else you got?
1: Um true or false Deserbi leaves. Deserbi gets bought by another Premier League team. No. Bought, sent to an, another. I mean, they got to buy him. So, you know, transferred, mostly transferred.
0: I'm going to say false because I think he wants to stay in Brighton. Fair enough.
1: They put a lot of stock in him. So, I mean,
0: I, I could, could totally see him jumping ship to like, I could see Chelsea or United wanting him. Yes. I could see him, especially after what happened to Graham Potter, not
1: going god no i think i think though- apart from
0: that i don't see anyone actually looking for managers spurs is set arsenal is set city set liverpool set villa has to be incredibly happy with emory can't confirm <laughs> you know west ham i don't think he's gonna leave moyas newcastle is not I newcastle gets rid of eddie Howe. it's not going to be for deservey
1: so i i i don't think it's moyas that um leaves, I think it's West Ham separate from Moya. But that's...
0: even then, I don't think – I don't see Deserby going from Brighton to a team that finished 17th.
1: And that's fine. Regardless
0: that's... of whether or not they won a conference league.
1: I'm just – I agree with you. I agree with you. And I, I'm just saying that if those, if those two scenarios were to happen, I think it's West Ham leaves Moyes over Moyes leaving West Ham.
0: Well, and there is a little bit of like – I would like to imagine, especially for the Spurs friend I have. By the way, happy congratulations, Malcolm. Happy wedding.
1: Congratulations.
0: Um I would like to think that Ange sat down with Daniel Levy and was like, if I'm going to succeed where all these other managers have failed, yeah. It's because we have to have a different relationship. Sure. <sighs> I don't see you getting that at
1: Chelsea. No. You get. The leash is right there, like they're coming. I don't
0: yeah, yeah. And I don't see you getting that at United.
1: No, God, no. I mean, we we're ever not everyone, but there's been multiple outlets and even us talking about whether ten hog is even gonna make it to Christmas, you know.
0: And why do I think that I'm gonna go to Chelsea and succeed under a bully to show won a Champions League? I'm not talking about that, yeah. But after that and after bully. How am I going to succeed? Where Tuchel and Graham Potter, and assuming that Poch failed, also Pochettino have failed. I'm gonna walk in there and be like, "I'm the guy who's gonna be different." I don't,
1: because I don't
0: see Deserby being that guy.
1: Much like everybody, how how every player has had the wool pulled over their eyes, and they believe in whatever project that. Chelsea is selling by project I mean the gobs of money that gets slammed on the table then that's that's the way he gets it yeah I don't know I don't know if it's money do it do you think he's righteous not righteous but um, what's the word I want to use help me out here noble enough
0: it's not even have to be noble so we, we were talking about the whole killing Mbappe thing in the chat a lot when Mbappe was talking about going to – not talking. He wasn't talking. When it was being talked about Mbappe going to Saudi Arabia for a year, and it was like a billion-dollar contract for a year. And I I threw all the money out about how much he would make if he, like, went to Real Madrid instead. If he goes to Real Madrid and he wins the Champions League next to Jude Bellion, he would be, like, in the Michael Jordan endorsement mode, Okay. so how much money how much more money could you would you actually be making in Saudi Arabia versus potentially for um that scenario which i understand one's a thing that's for sure and the other one's one that's not and then he decided not to go and everyone credited him on how strong of a person he was to deny that money for you and i a billion dollars is a lot right it's a lot of money for you and i even $500,000 is a lot of money.
1: Bro, $20, and there are 000.
0: jobs that you and I would do. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm talking about a salary. I'm talking oh. about like life changing. Oh. You would be willing to do almost anything yes. okay. for $500,000, right? Oh, I don't care if you guys firebomb villages. It's 500000 And I'm not saying that you and I are that way, but no, the, the threshold's smaller. Yep. My argument is that your threshold becomes so much bigger the more money you make. So you're talking about, do you think Deservey would be so noble to not take the more money? If you're already being paid $500,000 to do a job in a location that you love, Mm -hmm. surrounded by people who support you on a project that you're building, do you go jump into a dumpster fire just because it's $750,000? Probably not. You're already making $500,000. So, you know, so, all right, oh, they'll offer you seven and a half or ten, and you're already making five. It's like, I'm already making $5 million. Yep. I'm okay. And I, I feel like that's where a lot of people end up. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that Guardiola followed money in a lot of ways. I think Guardiola also likes to win and likes to be at a place where he knows he's going to be able to buy the players he needs.
1: He wants to be the guy.
0: and happens to also be the places with the money. But he can also buy the players he needs.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's like Jose Mourinho wants to be able to coach wherever he wants to coach. Does that Zidane wants to manage Real Madrid or nothing?
1: Maybe the professional
0: team. And you know, yeah, because he doesn't need the money. Yeah. The last thing he needs is money. He shows up, he wins three champions leagues and he disappears. Why? Yeah. Cause he's done. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. But what about the money? What about the money? I don't care. You know, we're, we're so used to, like, man, if only I had more money for these people. It's like, man, what do I actually want to do with myself? Yeah. You know, Eddie Howe. Oh, Eddie Howe only went to Newcastle for the money. Eddie Howe was given a project and yeah, a checkbook one. and went after it. Yes, he had money. Good for him.
1: But also that but, team was 18th. Yeah. Oh, so, you know.
0: And I can and I and I'm saying that on the other side, it's not he went to a a country that has all you know, a a team that's owned by a country that has a whole slew of problems. But that's not what factored in. I think what factored in with anyhow making that decision was I'm going to be given the ability to build the team I want to build and prove that I know how to coach and have a chance to go win the trophies that everyone talks
1: about winning. Bournemouth wasn't a fluke. I kept them up with the limited resources I was getting. And I'm
0: never winning the Prem or going to the Champions League in a stadium that fits, you know, 19,000 people.
1: Yeah.
0: Or I could go to the historic team of Newcastle and play at St. James's Park, which I think the athletic article just voted it like the third best stadium in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 for me, it made sense. You get to ignore the other side. I guess my thing is it's not all about the money, you know.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. I'm I'm cool with that.
0: All right, that is it. I got to get back in the car and go back and do work stuff. Yes, you do. This one's tasty though, so it's okay. I guess I'll feed the cats too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know.
0: I don't know. Should I feed the cats?
1: It's fifty-fifty. Were they good today? I don't know. No No, one's well. No puke is a good day, personally. Yeah,
0: but I wasn't really around to find puke.
1: So they then, it's, hold on, hold on. They hit it well. And there you go. That's what I was going to say. did not, didn't no, find not it. That's
0: necessarily good. It depends where they hit it. Uh,
1: uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> if they hit it down the back of one of the couch cushions, not good. Uh. <laughs> not good.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. This has been Swinging Chins. We talked about quite a lot of stuff. If you're still here, please like, subscribe, and follow. Uh, Aaron actually remembered, I think, for the first time in Swinging Chins history, to do that
1: in the middle. You weren't uh, on. It was Woodsy and I, and I slipped it in there, too. Oh, I've been see, getting-
0: Aaron's, Aaron's got it. Aaron's getting better at this. <laughs> uh, Keep an eye out on, am- inst- on, on the Instagrams. Keep an <laughs> eye out on Instagram. We're going to be dropping our, uh, our predictions. Um, yes. Not that we apparently have any idea what we're talking
1: about. That's not true. I do. After last week.
0: <laughs> I had Arsenal winning. Been not been with that scoreline, but I had them winning.
1: You got a point for that one.
0: I think that was, yeah, one of my three points.
1: I think you picked a four or five. Uh, I don't want to hear it. That's fine. Anyway,
0: we will see you guys on the other side of match week nine.
1: Yes. Toodles. God,
0: this season's so, it takes so long.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Anyway, peace.
1: Bye. Well, guys, that was an episode of Swinging at Shins. We appreciate you for coming out and listening to us. If you guys want to hear or see more, we have links in the description below. We hope to hear from you soon and hear more about what you have to say.